Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode three. One, 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 one. No, that's four ones. Oh. <laughs> one, 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 one. You did that before. Oh. I thought it was a, a one, bit. One, one, one. But your, your ones do kind of look like... Three. Three. So it could be 111. It could also be episode three. It could be. Well, it's not, Jack. We've made it one, one, one. Yeah. E- episode. I wrote episode really big, and then I couldn't get the D and the E. So episode. episode. Yeah, you got to whisper it. Yeah, you got to whisper. Mm-hmm. Case, how you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I feel like it's always a, I know. It's been a rough. It's been rough. I don't know. It's been really hard. It's well, especially been be- emotionally taxing with like how the you strike d- stuff. And- how you've done this to children. Yeah. You monsters. It's always nice to be told how terrible we are over and over and by your leadership. Yeah, it's great. And that their main priority is getting children back in the classroom. Yeah, and ours is not because nope. we don't like kids Selfish. apparently. Yeah, I don't know. All you want is just money. I know. And all of the money. It's just so, f- like, there's so many, like, it's such a, an up and down roller coaster. I'm not going to get so political in here because I know it would be boring for people to listen to, but it's just been really emotionally like draining and the highs and the lows and like you have these like really high moments like today when our QP leader was talking um all like tons of uh, union leaders came to support there must have been 30 people on the stage like all the different unions private and public came to support because like it's just we we're getting so bullied and we are the lowest paid of the private of the public sector of working and we're the lowest paid and it's like who are you picking it's like david and goliath and they're picking on david type you know that's the way we feel yeah anyways a lot of a lot of steps in <clears throat> back in the back in the classroom chanting Pe- any cheering there what people were there was one guy we avoided him but he had like um like pot like kind of look like skillets almost or something and he's banging them there was some chanting. The there was there some like music. Any reason behind that, or is it just to make noise? Just to make noise. Oh. Um, today, a lot of um, sorry, we're recording on a Monday, so um, this won't come out till Thursday. But so we had um, a lot of different unions come out too and walk with us. So that was kind of great, I guess. It's just I don't know. It's been really hard, and although it's been pretty big good news today it's still like it's not over and we still have to like get an agreement and so it's just it's been a lot it's been really it's I don't know it's just really exhausting it's never happened before for me like I've worked for the board one girl was telling me today she's worked for the board 23 years and they've never actually gone on strike like QP people teachers have but we have never because we always reach a deal and so this is the first time it's ever happened to me. And it's just, I don't know. I, I guess some people are like, it's not a big deal. I, I found it really, I find it really hard. So. Well, it's also because you're, you're, well, like, are you saying like people that are also in it saying that it's not a big well, deal? Well, like it doesn't seem like it bothers them. Like they're just like, I don't know, whatever. We'll go back and we go back or like, you know what I mean? But I'm just not that type of person. Like I really am like, right. I get sad. I'm sad. Uh, I'm everything. <laughs> I'm on a roller coaster of emotion. So anyways, I'm hoping I'll be back in the classroom tomorrow and I can't even imagine my workload. It's I was only two days off, but I'm sure it will be a lot. And that's that. We'll see how it goes. How are you, Jack? Um, 
good. This is yeah. going to be kind of a crazy, crazy month. I do have to say the joke I thought of is if you went back two years before we started this podcast, even I didn't know the word QP exists. And, oh, okay. And now I know it in two different forms. <laughs> right. In the well, because it's the union. Yeah. Like, just all of it's like a overarching thing for unions. Yeah. Is what I've gotten from it. And there's a mayo called QP. Oh, okay. It's like Japanese mayo. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have like the umbrellas QP and then we all have different like it's called a chapter. So like everyone has different chapters, but like there was all of us were there today, like all the chapters. Big book. Big book. Uh, yeah, I'm good. You know, baseball, baseball is done. You could listen to the Joe show it came out yesterday because because schedule stuff. Um, we talked about the Astros winning, which sucked. Sucked. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't want the Astros to win because they're cheaters. They are cheaters. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters. Uh, but outside of that, now I just kind of. Well, you have a fun weekend coming up. I do. You well, have a this boys whole... weekend. Yeah, going to Montreal. With the boys. Um, Montreal and then convocation or graduation. I don't know what the difference is. It's called convocation, but I think it's just graduation. It's the weekend after. Yeah. Then it's my birthday. I know. It's crazy. Oh. No, no, let's say that. It is um, ridiculous. Wild? It's wild. Yeah, it's going to be pretty busy, but that's okay. Yeah, well, yeah, we have this podcast to always look forward to. Always. And always. on a Monday. I know. Look I mean, at you, how organized you are. I was. Well, I, there was no other option, though. We were like, this is the only day we can record. I was, yeah, I was trying to do the math because then I forgot that uh, this Thursday. Mm-hmm. 8.30 Eastern, not yes. that that matters for anyone because it's not going to be live, but Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. We will be there. I was going to say front row, but we're not front row. We're in no. good seats because yeah. we were the first people to buy them. Yeah, that's a debate I've had at work because there's someone that I work with. It's also a friend. She doesn't listen to this, but she, her and her family have the dumbest movie seat choice ever. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, not the very front row, but like the front row of like the back row if that makes sense like because you know there's the aisle yeah like, when you walk in they like the front row there <gasps> or like maybe the second row back or like okay. in that general area where there's like the railing in in a cineplex at least i'll be specific wow yeah that's their choice oh my god wouldn't that hurt their neck i sat there once for a movie my neck was killing me i watched uh the 2016 version of suicide squad which okay. that movie sucked anyways and i think it made it worse that i had to do this Oh, he's he's the reach. He's looking up, guys. And the movie sucked, and then my neck hurt. So yeah. Then we drove home and just trashed the movie. I haven't watched it since. But oh my god, I haven't seen any of them. They so did a I'm new good. one. I'm I'm slowly tempted to try to oh, di okay. dip my toe in the DCEU. Oh, look at you! All right. Except for the new, like, there's a couple of the movies out there that yeah. I would watch. Are you excited about Wakanda? I am. I'm. I'm really excited. You know what I'm excited about? That we don't have to get there at the crack of dawn because our tickets are already like. Because now this new COVID made it great because now you always have to reserve your seat, and I think it's the best thing ever. Like, just let me reserve my seat so I don't have to be there an hour early. Like, if I if we were going there and our movie started at eight thirty, I would say I'd probably want to be there by seven thirty to make sure we had good seats. Yeah, that's which is it's fair. We make fun of you, but it's fair. But like for oh, especially opening. Well, it's not even opening. We're seeing it the day before. It's also for movies like that, for Marvel movies or Star Wars, yeah. like stuff where you know the theater's gonna be full. Except it's gonna be packed. There wasn't. I feel like there was a movie, maybe Thor, that like wasn't full. Oh, okay. Yeah. When we went to go see it. Right. In the theaters. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, today's episode, we've got our TV. I realized this just about half a second ago okay our imc the individual movie challenge yes 
is TV shows this week. Yes. So do I do I call it the I ITVC yeah. this week? Yeah, I want you to say that as long as it's complicated. Okay, okay. ITVC this week <laughs> uh, is Ozark and Community. Yeah. Uh, two very different shows. Very different. Now that's why halfway, th- like last week before you started watching, I was like, "Do you want to do Parks and Rec?" Because that's more like similar. Because I was a big Parks and Rec. You are a community person, and we never watched each other's shows, but we always said how much we liked them both. But then you were like, "I'm gonna surprise you and not tell you which one I'm gonna watch." Yeah, and then you saw me watching Ozark. So then, then I came home and you Ozark was on the TV. So I was like, I think he chose Ozark. Maybe I pump faked you. Ah. Rogue fa- rogue fa- wrote fake notes. Oh. I sound sick. <laughs> you do sound I'm sick. not. Like, I, I'm perfectly perfectly fine. But You're right. Yeah, don't um, get sick. No sickness in the so next yeah, few o- weeks. Ozark community, and then we're going to rate it TV finales. Oh, we're rating them? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. That was the whole... Okay. Okay, okay, I can do it. I can do it. You don't I thought ha- we were just talking about it. Does it say write it right on it? Like write on my piece of yeah, paper. Rate, rate it. it. Yeah. TV series endings. Okay, well, I can write it on well, the spot. I, will, I can rate them and you can react to my rating. <laughs> no, I can rate it on the spot. I can I but can th- do that. Then it's just going to be willy-nilly thoughts. Uh, it's not willy-nilly. I'm very prepared. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I took like 10 minutes. Not even. There like you go. Five. <laughs> yeah go like eh that one sure okay seven point six i can do it while you're doing ozark too okay don't you want to talk about ozark i do okay um yeah so that's what we got okay let's do some rock Rock, paper paper, scissors shoot damn beating me again he did rock i did scissors i'm gonna go first because i want to I don't know why. I'm, I'm just going to save it for myself to okay. hear about community. Uh, okay. My IVTC, IVTVC <laughs> uh, is Ozark. It's uh, 20, it started in 2017, just finished this year. Um, I didn't write down who directed it because it's a TV show and a lot of different directors. He, like He does some. Jason Bateman did the second episode. And, yeah. Uh, I can't. Uh, there's like two people that made the show, but I can't remember their names. But right. it doesn't matter because it is about a financial advisor who drags his family from Chicago to the Missouri Ozarks, where he must launder money to a tr- appease a drug boss. Yes. Uh, so we got season one, episode one, titled Sugarwood, mm-hmm. which the revelation of that title is is something I wasn't expecting. Okay. Um. So we open on Jason Bateman kind of doing this like mon- voiceover monologue. He's moving. Or it's a monologue about money and how people don't understand money. He's a financial advisor. Very calculated. I kind of said that this was the more serious version of his couple's retreat character. Right. Yeah. Kind of the same same thing. He's moving, quote unquote, fish. Mm-hmm. But it's not fish. But you don't know what that is until the second episode. Yeah. Um, so then he's at work meeting with like these clients and he gets a video sent to him and in the subject line, it says, do not open at work. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there talking to people and he just opens this video. Yeah. And at first it's just, it's two people having sex. Yeah. And he's just like, he turns the monitor. This is one of those dumb TV things. He turns the monitor like maybe half an inch to war- like away from the people. Like they would probably be able to see it in mm-hmm. the real world, but they don't um he's going with his boss his boss comes in and like has this kind of like cool like 
oh yeah we represent these people so you need to give us five thousand dollars if you want to open an account here and just kind of persuades them they go to see this new office and the way they show how calculated jason bateman's character is as they walk into this office it's huge it's got all big windows like very like natural lighting and then he asks like what kind of windows they mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. and he's like well if it's quote-unquote like if it's a certain kind then it's gonna affect our utility bill like we're gonna have to use more air conditioning or more heat right right depending on the windows um so then they're talking about if they're gonna buy this office him and his partner and uh he gives them this like brochure about the ozarks which even before the show like the movie winter winter's bone yeah yeah is is in the ozarks so it's at least something that i had heard of before like known of the area um so he gives them this thing tells them it's oh it's a great weekend you know they have more shoreline than california California. and uh in the summertime the population goes like has a huge spike like people just have a bunch of like summer houses there yeah uh then we go home to family dinner the kids are picking on each other dropped an r word in there Mm -hmm. and then they're very on top of we don't say that word Good, yeah good parents um so then he keeps watching this video of this couple having sex and we don't know who it is and then suddenly during a certain position where you wouldn't see someone's face they turn and it's his wife what laura linney dun, dun, dun. yeah so and then because he's watching this video and she's sitting right there and then they have this like awkward like i'm gonna do you care if i go to bed uh, by the way jason bateman about 500 times goes mm-hmm or uh-huh like he doesn't oh, really, say eh? yes or no he just mm-hmm uh-huh. oh, i don't remember that that's cool i don't, I don't know that. if he does through the whole show but through two episodes it's just always been his response and mm-hmm. i don't know what mm-hmm I guess that's yes, yes but uh-uh Mm-mm. is a no. Is a no. Um, so then he, for a second, you like he just kind of puts the kids to, or not puts the, the kids are like teenagers, but he like kisses them. He has a line where it's not weird because it's father daughter, but like I guess it's the connotation of the word, and it's like who loves his little girl, and it's like daddy does because she's like half asleep, and yeah. it's like. If this was a different show, this would be very weird. Yeah, yeah. For or like sure. maybe a different character. Um, so then he's like in a in his car with this girl that he picks up, but it actually turns out he's like imagining her because. Yeah. And then I thought about him like, oh, that's actually really good writing because she's like, oh, like you always pay your taxes on time, and then like <laughs> finds those things attractive. It's like I'd let you do anything to me, you know. Yeah. You haven't missed a bill payment yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So he imagines her. It's like get... accountant porn or something, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, so he gets a call from his partner. Is like, oh, this guy, Dell. Dell. I was mm-hmm. gonna say Delly, but Dell makes more sense. Uh, he's like Dell's here he's freaking out whatever so then you find out he's him and his partner are part of like this money laundering thing for this drug boss and there's these two truckers that are a part of it and it's revealed that there's five million dollars that's missing Mm -hmm. or stolen right we don't know there's six six of them that could be a part of it yeah yeah because there's also the girl yeah um so then he the guy Dell uses this example of a cashier and definitely not a true story but he's like you know my dad had this cashier for 15 years her name was carlotta she was basically like an aunt i called her aunt carlotta and you know one day he catches her stealing putting five pesos Mm -hmm. worth of change into her bag and catches her you know what should he what should my dad do yeah and then everyone else is just kind of answering like 
you know, it's one mistake for 15 yeah. years. Like, is it like maybe it, then one of the truck drivers is, or truckers is like, you know, tell her if she does this again, you know, she's done, put her on probation. Like, mm-hmm. I guess not try to intimidate, but in implying intimidation. Yeah. Then finally, I was about to say Mark Wahlberg, Jason Bateman's like, no, like, I know what you're doing. You're trying to scare us. You're trying to be this, like, Tony Montana boss. Like, I'm I'm not answering the question. Mm-hmm. That's when shit just completely hits the fan. Hits the fan. It is complete chaos, and I won't say who or what's going on, but Jason Bateman is basically left pleading for his life. Yeah. And it just has this panic move, and he's talking about the Ozarks and talks about the shoreline and... Well, because he goes to take out his phone and the and the Ozark like pamphlet falls on the ground, so yeah. it gives him this whole idea, right? And he has this impassioned <laughs> speech about you know, if this amount of money was stolen, I could make you five hundred million dollars in five years. Yeah, hundred million dollars a year, definitely big, uh, big expectations. So he gets left with the, you have forty eight hours to get all of the cash that was stolen. Yeah, which I think it wasn't five. I'm pretty sure it was, it was eight, eight million. Yeah. So he has 48 hours to do that. And then after that, you have another 48 hours to move to the Ozarks. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have to be ready in one week to set up shop of your money laundering. Mm -hmm. Um, So then he like tells his wife about, you know, we have to get all this money because I work for this guy. A very like, I guess because he's just panicked. It's like, you, you don't take long about like, he's just explaining everything to her. And then is kind of upset when she's not like, Okay, like what are we doing? Like yeah, she's just yeah. she has so many questions about yeah. what's really going like what's going on. Um he's trying to like he's trying he's calling all the banks, trying to liquidate everything to try to like get this money. This receptionist is just sitting there, he's like, Yeah, you know, the, the firm's done. She's like, What? Like <laughs> it was just the one of like did you not hear him? Like it's done, go home. Not yeah. fired, but just like this place isn't a business anymore. Yeah. Um so then his wife empties the bank accounts mm-hmm. into one like cash one check it's yeah. like 26 grand yeah um so he, f- he finds this out as he's meeting with a private investigator mm-hmm. who had been following his wife mm-hmm. and this guy lawyer that i think he was a lawyer that i think so too yeah. that she was with his name is gary um so then he's like you know you could go to this place right now. He's like, why? He's like, it's Thursday afternoon. They're going to be there mm-hmm. because that's how long he'd been following them. And like, they'd meet multiple times a week. And But Thursday was like their day or whatever. Right? Yeah. Um, and he's kind of doing this like, I don't want to say, because it's just out loud. He's like, you know, I could have cheated. I had so many chances he's to like do this. He's like a montage in his car by himself. Yeah. Like, right? And it's like driving like, oh, you know, I could have done this. And now, now you're going to feel the wrath. Yeah. Now, like. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to see what happens when you mess with me. And then I'll just say that um, if anybody remembers a certain Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen scene in The Departed, that happens. Yeah. Um, so then we use this cashier example again this time with Laura Linney mm-hmm. and Dell. Yeah. Um, so then th- he's like, you know, you never asked my question. Like what? Answered. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say asked? Yeah, yeah. You never okay. answered my question. You know, mm-hmm. what should I do with the cashier? And he's like, fire her. Because mm-hmm. it's because then he's like, well, why? He's like, because that is, isn't the first time she stole. It's the first time you caught her. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's just. That was good. That's very spiteful. But like, she's just sitting right there. Yeah. So he, he's not going to lie. Yeah. Um, then he goes he goes into the bank and is like, 
he's so confident yeah like he walks in and there's federal agents and they have this like notepad it's like has there been a kidnapping are you okay like because they don't want to talk in case he's wired so they don't want to talk out loud yeah so they're trying to show him these paper and he's just like what just give me my money yeah they're like trying to scan like uh metal detector he's like yeah yeah. no i'm not wearing a wire like what are you guys doing like if i want to take the seven million dollars and put it in my hot tub and pretend to be scrooge mcduck i could do that because he knows that all the money he has is legal yeah yeah like all the money that he saved and they just kind of then they kind of they have a bit of a conversation he's like well i know you have the money because you would have gotten it just in case it is a kidnapping Mm -hmm. so give me my money and he just walks out he's got like a couple couple duffel bags a little uh wheelie suitcase and he he is on his way yeah and that's that's episode one yeah um episode two titled blue cat Mm. the blue cat lodge which we later learn about um they move the family into like this motel and jason pateman's going on this speech about how family is like a small business Mm -hmm. which just like you just feel the love right like it's a business everybody like don't don't be not too serious but like yeah it basically is just a business more than it is a family at this point they have all of their stuff into the, like this one little motel that the four of them are sharing with the eight million dollars. Yeah, in <laughs> in bags. But then the kids don't know. No, the kids know nothing. But they know. They know. No, they keep something's, saying something's like, going what is on. Happening. But, but they're not going to tell them specifically what it is. Then Laura Liddy's like trying to justify her cheating. She's like, people cheat all the time. Like that doesn't make it better. And then yeah, and then Jason Bateman again comes in with the one liner of like hearing. Actually, should I? Maybe. Yeah, maybe don't. there's a there's something that happens in the first episode that is the reason he can go to sleep. And it's it's, it's pretty disturbing and it's pretty savage. <laughs> yeah. So then she slaps him and then punches him first. Like not first of all, but just really bad fake punch. The yeah, slap yeah. looked fine, but the punch was weird. Yeah. So then was, he has yeah. a bleeding lip for a bit. Um, He goes to this self-storage company to try to sell this guy basically on money laundering. But but first he goes to a place where he finds out where all the businesses are, like what ones are floundering or whatever. Who's struggling. Yeah. So he knows he can swoop in and like, I'm going to save the day, but it's really just for his money laundering. laundering. Yeah. Yep. Um, So we kind of have half montages of like house shopping in the Ozarks with Laura Linney and Jason Bateman's going to these businesses trying to help with the bunny laundering in which we meet the titty bar guy which yeah. i hope the titty gar- bar guy is part of the show because his quote is literally like because they're talking about you know like i he says it a couple times but he's like you know i don't invest in businesses i invest in people yeah and then the guy says i like titties so i opened a titty bar yeah like it's, it's not a strip club it's titty bar it's a titty bar very yeah. specific there's like a pregnant girl yeah she's, <laughs> and he even says that he's like he doesn't say gross but like acquired taste or something like yeah, that yeah. and yeah it's this pregnant girl like well she isn't stripping she's naked but dancing yeah and the titty bar um so they tell both the kids you know stay at the motel mm-hmm. watch the room make sure no one goes in there yes so we know what they do either of them stay yeah bye the one daughter goes uh wakeboarding with two people that work at the motel yeah and then the son just kind of goes on a walk and meets tuck yeah who like gives them this uh not a hunting knife but like a swiss army knife yeah um then so yeah neither of them do uh jason bateman's going fishing he like gets these fish and goes to this island where he knows the langmores yeah langmores so 
uh, it kind of then goes back to the episode one, like the beginning of him getting the fish and what is he doing with that? So he confronts them and they have this whole like really good dialogue because Julie Garner, who you love, Julie Garner, Julia, Julia yeah. Garner, who you love. I love um, it's her and her family, which she works at the motel as well. She stole one of the Just bags like a, of money. Yeah, one of the bags. Yeah. Which I think it was 50 grand, 500 grand. Uh, something like that something yeah it wasn't like aggressive no because then they start negotiating like oh how much money can we take and they're like okay we're gonna take 50 grand he's like no these Del's people are gonna like back. these people are like camp they live on a camp oh maybe you didn't see that sorry but they live in like they're kind of like not to say redneck but like i don't know how else to describe them but they're you know they're hustlers they're yeah. Trying to find different ways to make money. You know, like the kid, like the two kids that go wakeboarding, it's not, they steal a boat. Yeah. And then throw the daughter overboard. Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of a scrappy family. Yeah. Like they just try to make ends meet. Yeah. Yeah. Scrappy. Uh-huh. That's a good one. Um, so then they're like, you know what? We're going to take, I think it's like 10 grand at the end. They're like, we'll take 10 grand. He's like, Dell is going to come back and he's going to get it. He's going to get it back. Yeah. And then because they have this whole like, again, the confidence of Jason Bateman's character is like, you're going to have to kill me mm-hmm. if you want this. All of this money, you're going to have to kill me. Yeah. And so they take their little bit. And then Jason Bateman kind of goes on this like not very subtly. He's just going to kill himself. Yeah. To get out of having to pay. And he's like, well, if well, I'm dead. Yeah. Then, like they're not going to go after you. Yeah. Which don't really think is true. I don't think that's true either. Because then even one of the threats Dell says to him is oh, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill your wife, I'm going to kill your kids, but not in that order. Right. But actually, he says their names, which is even more, like, yeah. personal. Yeah, he's scary. Um, So, as he's, like, dry, basically, he tells his wife, like, I'm going to drive off, you know, I'm hiking here, mm-hmm. you don't know what happened to me, you know, you're a little bit concerned, I've been gone for so long, don't know the area, just all the not-so-subtle hints that he's going to kill himself. Yeah. But then he can't find the statistics to support yeah. him actually doing it because right. he's saying, you know, like uh, he calls his, his PI and is like, oh, um, how often do like people actually get payout for life insurance? Yeah. And he's like, is it like 60 percent, 75, 80 is like trying to figure it out. And he's they're playing the, you know, my friend is yeah. trying to ask the question, but he knows it's about him. He knows. And then he just kind of kind of backs out of it and then like laura linney's on the phone with the sheriff like you know i don't know where he is like he's been gone for a little bit because he gave he had this plan of like call the sheriff send this email saying that i'm dead Mm -hmm. and then she's writing the email on the phone then suddenly you hear oh hey dad yeah it's like oh where's your mom and then Mm -hmm. she comes out it's like after hanging up with the sheriff and he's like did you send the email she's like no so we're good it seems like we're in business um he goes to the blue cat lodge because he hears from his son about his friend that, um, I don't know what he has. There's stuff. Yeah. Um, but someone, he goes to the blue cat, tries to like jump into business. Also the titty bar guy completely called him out saying that, like, I know you're money laundering. Right. Right. And then this blue cat lodge lady is like, you know, I'm going to mess this up by myself. I don't need Mm -hmm. to pay you on top of the bank. So then he goes and has a beer and someone calls Tuck the R word. And then Jason Bateman like steps up and is like, you know, you can't say that. Like, yeah. you're not allowed to say that to people. And he gets punched in the face. Um, 
this and then the second episode just ends with a bang yeah which i won't say what it is yeah. but it is a pretty good like wow we're two episodes in and we're already doing this right right because we're they're moving into a new house mm-hmm. there's a pretty interesting arrangement with that as well amazing with the with the guy downstairs yeah you're gonna love him um so yeah. if you continue watching those are the those are the first two episodes of ozark and i loved it i'm gonna continue watching it nice it is it's a little dark like that just the lighting is dark oh yeah yeah i thought you meant the subject matter no no that, like it's it's a drama it's a drama we're dealing with drugs like i'm i'm into it yeah he's really good um yeah, no, it's a really, really good show. I haven't watched the last season. Um, the second part of the last season, I guess. They did two parts? I think so, yeah. Because it's a show that has five seasons, but also we have that COVID. Like, COVID's in, like, the middle of it almost. Mm-hmm. I guess towards the end, but... Yeah. Five You'll seasons. really, like... I would be shocked if you didn't love Julia Garner's character. Like, Ruth, because she is... I mean, she's feisty. She's like, she's just such a strong woman. They have such a like love hate relationship. Like it's a really, it's an interesting dynamic. She adds to it. So it's really good. Awesome. I, on the other hand of, <laughs> of the uh, equation of um, comedy and drama, watch Community, which is a very funny show. It has um, Joe McHale, a, Oh, I did it the wrong way. Danny. I know I did this because his name is a bed and then I put Danny. Uh, Donald Glover, Chevy Chase, Jillian Jacobs, Allison Brie, Ken Jong. Jong. Um, Yvette Nicole Brown, Jim Rash. There's a few more, but those are like your main like characters. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a community college. It's in Glendale Community College and it's tw- uh, uh, two- Greendale. Greendale. Is it? The, oh Glendale's a city. I think Greendale is like the actual school. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I really thought it said Glendale. Um, it is 2009 fall semester, and this is where we start meeting our characters. So Joel McHale has to go back to school, to college, because his law degree is fraudulent. Uh, do you, Wait, did they say where it was from? His law degree? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, it's from Columbia. Oh, country, country, not yeah. the university. <laughs> right, right. So he somehow got caught. He got caught. And so he goes to the dean who he knows. And he's like, just like, give me all the answers. Like, just like, give me all the answers so I can just pass. And I guess the dean's kind of like, no. Um, and then Joel meets uh, Britta, played by Jillian Jacobs. And he like he starts hanging out with her. He's like instantly kind of you know flirty flirty i really likes her and she's not interested and she's kind of got that like angsty way about her and then he she's something about like she needs spanish she needs help in spanish so he's like oh i know spanish like why don't we start like a like a a group study together or whatever we'll go to the library and we'll study so he's thinking like score i'm gonna like hang out with her but she uh, she does actually show up to this but then she invites all the people yeah and that's when we get to meet like all the different characters kind of they sit around and everyone always sits in the same spot yeah yeah and they all have different like i don't know it's it's just an interesting group of people um so that's kind of like your first you know we meet the cast and that's your first kind of episode um and then in the second episode i didn't name them like you did sorry that's okay um 
If you say the character, like if what, which one do you remember more, the actor or the character? I would say the actor. Okay, if you say the actor, I could say the character. Okay, so this is where we meet Ken Young. Jong. Jong, yeah. Uh, he's the Spanish teacher, uh, Senor Chang. Yeah, <laughs> Senor Chang. And this is where we meet him, and he is the Spanish teacher. And they are to be – this. you know what? This episode is a complicated one. There's a lot of moving parts, and they all interconnect, but I'll do my best. They are trying to pair up for an assignment. Joel tries to get with um, Britta. Yep. But then he finds out that a bed has Britta. Yep. So he's like, I'm going to switch with you a bed. And, but what he doesn't know is Berta switched with Pierce and Pierce is played by, um, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase. So he doesn't end up with him. So they go to do this assignment. Also side note, Shirley and Annie. Play Which by- is Yvette Nicole Brown. Or, uh, Shirley is Yvette Nicole Brown and Annie is Alison Brie. Who I love Alison Brie. You know how much I love her. Well, I love them all. They're really funny. Um, they want to protest. They just want to protest something, but they don't really even know what. They just want to protest something. Yeah. So Jillian Jacobs gives him gives them the idea about this um, Guatemalan like journalist or something. Yeah, or, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's it this journalist, familiar. and so they go on that. That's their path. Yeah. Okay. So then Pierce and jo- and and Jeff. Joel are um they they like. He Pierce just kind of wants to like hang out with him and get bond with him, and he just is just yeah. like let's just do the assignment. He kind wants of thing. to be friends. Yeah, he wants to be friends with him, and he's just like let's just do the assignment. And then finally, like Britta tells him, you know why he did that? He wants to bond with you or whatever. And then in the end, they do this like great, like crazy elaborate performance for his Spanish class. Um, and then there's like with the protest, other things kind of come up, like somebody catches on fire and we have like it's yeah, like it's a very it all interconnects. It's one of those kind of shows. So it's like I can't want to give it all away. But yeah. um, so that's episode two. Episode three. Um, so Joe McHale finds a class that he thinks is going to be easy. It's an, actually an accounting class with the teacher is all about like seizing the day and he doesn't really oh, yeah. teach them like anything accounting. He's all about like in his feelings and like you got to like he's more full. Philo- he sounds like a more of a philosophy class. So he tells Joel McHale tells all of them like you guys got to take this class and be so easy. Right. Um, and a bad wants to also take a film class. He loves doing like f- like recording and filming and filmmaking but his dad won't let him because he has to take over his falafel business and so Britta gives him the money so that he can take the film class which I thought was really sweet so this is to me like when I saw that I was like this is like the first like we're starting they're starting to get really close and they're starting to like care about one another and like you start kind of seeing little excuse me things like that um a bed's dad shows up and um so then there's that whole like dynamic of he can't do this and whatever. Um, <clears throat> Jeff is trying to impress his teacher because his, this teacher that he thought was going to be an easy class, he said, he he's, you're faking it. And if I don't catch you seizing the day in the next like day or two, like you're going to fail my class. So he does all these like elaborate things that he thinks the teacher's going to be like, Oh, like one, he's like running through the, the, 
uh, like the front with like a kite and he's trying like you can see he's like dressed up really um, elaborately at a, the coffee place like he's trying all these things and the teacher's not falling for it. In the end, he does end up doing something, which I will not say, but the teacher's like, yes, you seized the day. And so he was he was good, but I won't say what it was because it was actually really cute. Um, and then we get to see a Beds movie, which is solid gold. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's funny that he wants to be that because it's not it's not great. But no, but also you're you would you're if you do continue to watch, you're yeah. going to learn that like. Almost everything he does is like a reference to movie or TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really like him. He might be one of my favorites. And the reason why he's one of my favorites is because of the fourth episode. So in the fourth episode, Annie, played by Alison Brie, is in a... She's doing a class. What is her class? Oh, my. That's the fourth episode? Yeah. Wow. I like how you didn't say much, but I know what you're talking about. So it's kind of almost like a social experiment. Yeah, that's right. It's a social experiment, and she needs people to be part of it. And so she's like, whatever. And everyone's like, no, no, no. And she's like, you have to do it because we're friends. So Abed does it. And should I say what the experiment is? No, because it is just really good. Although it is, we could, you could say that it's like testing patience. It is. It is. It's testing patience. And the teacher, Duncan, is like, this is what people, this is how people behave. It's like human, it's human behavior. Yeah. And so, anyways, that was like, for me, I was like, what a little sweetheart gem. Like, I really, I really, really liked him after. Like, not that I didn't like him before, but that really... I, he got like a little soft place in my heart. Yeah, like Ken, um, Ken Jong is in that and like they do this like not even a test. It's like, oh, you know, guys, we're going to start in a couple minutes. And he just immediately freaks out. He's yeah. like, you told us it was going to start at this time. And yeah. he like runs out. Yeah. So Ken Jong like, is a great character in the show because he's like a side character, but he's in it enough. You're like, he's yeah, kind of a main character. He is for sure. Um, and then Pierce has this like enhancing earpiece so that's like kind of the B storyline of um, and all I'll say is that like really ensues a lot of misunderstandings <laughs> because people can hear things, but they don't always know what the context is. And then they like some people talk about one another and they can overhear things. So it's one of those like it gets silly and, yeah, you know, sitcom. Yeah, but it was fun. It's a really good show. I'll definitely I think I'm going to stick with it. I think you stopped watching it. So the thing about the show, it is it's it's strength in numbers as to me, as soon as one of them leaves, it's just not the same show anymore. Yeah, I'm sure if I kept watching it, I'll still have some funny moments. It also had a weird not ending, but it like got canceled and then they brought it back for two more seasons, something like that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, season three. I think season three, it kind of starts to fall apart. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was good, though. No, I did. I really enjoyed it. It was good. It was good. I liked it a lot. How's your your rating going? My rating is fabulous. Okay. Today, we are going to rate TV finales. And then, I guess, just kind of have... Because we do have quite a few. I don't know if you want me to lead this or if you what if you're just if you're ready to go i'm ready to go okay uh i guess the first one probably one of the more controversial ones but game of thrones yes so i think we're both on the side of it wasn't as bad as everyone said it was 
No. I think of all the directions it could have gone as, uh, as a show, it probably went the worst way. Like, I don't think that's too harsh to say. No, yeah, I think it's just... Listen, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say this as a general umbrella. When you are invested in characters and shows and year after year you put all of your... You just... You really grow to love these characters. When it is not... It doesn't have to be all cleaned up with a nice bow, but it does have to bring you some satisfaction. And I feel like with Game of Thrones... I don't want to say they rush it because that's what everybody says and that's so meta right now to say or whatever. So I don't want to say that, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't um, live up to the past seasons of, yeah, but I didn't hate it as much as everybody else. Like people hated it and I, you and I talked about it. And we thought it's because people are sad yeah, that's that it's one over. Of, it, it is probably going to be the last ever show that on a Monday morning, everyone is going to be talking about it. Like if you missed Game of Thrones, you're not a part of that conversation yeah. the next day. And I don't, I know so many people that, well, where I worked, everybody watched it. That was what we did on Mondays. Like it was just like, you'd come in and you'd be like, oh my God. And then you dissect the the whole episode and you would talk about everything and it was, it's such a water cooler show and they don't because there's so many shows now and so much TV and so many variety and people don't watch the same thing anymore. Like it's just not, there's not, everyone's not all obsessed with like one show and you know, so I don't know. I, I, I I gave it a 6.5. What'd you give it? 7.4. Okay. I, there's a couple that one I think like of like me in high school like mm-hmm. I probably didn't try as hard as I should have and I probably ranged in like the 73 to like 80 range yeah would have been my grade so I think like it was rushed at the end sure whatever it kind of makes it, it might even be lower now that like Kid Harrington is now doing like a Jon Snow sequel series right right I think they're gonna not go back and change things but clearly there's more story to tell when if it was a great ending there's no more story to tell yeah that's very very true yeah no that's true and the prequel is pretty great you guys still haven't watched it yeah it's pretty great we like it watch the first one episode then there was that thing Mm -hmm. um we'll do we'll go to friday night lights okay so this is a show that I've recently rewatched, so it is very, very fresh in my mind. Right, you lead it then. Okay, it's, it's not fresh, fresh. In it's my a mind. ten. It's perfect. There is nothing wrong with the ending of the show. You don't. I mean, obviously you're gonna have questions because it's sports. There's always more to happen. They don't just kill everyone in the show. But the way they do, the way they end the show specifically, is you're in this championship game. Yeah. The team, like you find out, the team that coach the lions they're not playing next year they're mm-hmm. not going to be a team next year so i guess yeah that is kind of the this is the end of their story the way they just they have the one final because it's a sports movie tv show they always have to do the one last throw hail mary, hail mary for the win and then you don't know mm-hmm. and then you kind of see where everyone is you get the reveal of what happened where everyone is it's just it's tied together very neatly right right i give it a nine just because i don't know I don't know. Maybe a 9.5 then. Okay. Yeah. That it's, was a, your, it's your rating. It was, um, it was a great show. And it's one of those we talk about the 
how were you all around for too long? Did you overstay yes, your welcome? Yes. Did no. not. Held on. No, it was a perfect amount. It was like, here's the story. And it was there were so many intricate um, relationships, too. It wasn't just like, you know, the husband and wife. There were, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends and there were friends. And there was like, you know, Saracen with his grandma. And like you had so many beautiful friendships. And yeah, it was Really, and even if you do not like sports, listen, I've it's said not it here. It is not heavy. a sports heavy show. It's more about relationships and just navigating life together. So that's a good one. Uh, the next one we're going to go to is Modern Family. Modern Family. I don't remember how it ended. You and I were both saying, we're like, I don't really remember how it ended. Like, so I gave it an eight, but yeah, I was kind of like, okay, I don't really remember. Because it wasn't anything spectacular, but it also wasn't anything, like, horrific. So this is my thing with finales, too. I like when shows stick to their same recipe. I don't like when finales come along and they completely are, like, off the grid of cha- or whatever. They completely change the dynamic of the show. And I don't feel like modern family did that. I'm actually rewatching it right now because I just needed a show. It's usually either friends, modern family or life in pieces are my, like my comfort show kind of at the end of the day or whatever. And so right now I'm rewatching modern family and it was like, it's a really well done show. And I know people say it's kind of lost its luster. It didn't. If you if you go back and watch it, it's still really funny. It's just as a year to year show, I think it did. But yeah, as a rewatchable, bingeable show, it it, it works. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is gonna be a controversial one. Oh, I love it. Friends, friends, is perfection. Okay, listen again. What I had just said. <clears throat> what I had just said about formula formula it doesn't go off the formula we have monica and chandler get their baby we get that surprise we get you know they're all kind of moving on with their life um did rachel get off the plane oh it's one of my favorite lines ever in friends i can't even say it'll make me cry i got off the plane Mm. um you kind of see like everybody's now they're out of their like 20 early 30s and they're moving on with the next stage of their life and it's beautiful and then the last line is um they're like get coffee? coffee and he goes where ah oh, it's so good come on come on give it okay five you gave it a five it to me it's it's a neutral ending it didn't I don't know. Like, again, you still you leave that show with questions. Like, what question do you have? I didn't think you were going to ask that. I don't really have questions. But, okay. like, it just, I don't know. I felt like there could have been more. Yeah. Like, there could have been more of that show. Or, right. I mean, they tried to do spinoffs. That didn't. Yeah, it didn't really work out. Go too well. Um, It might be. It's probably more than a five. It's whatever neutral is. Like, I okay. don't think it was amazing. So, you're, like, but indifferent. I, yeah. Yeah. That's why I just said five. So, it's maybe more like a seven. Okay. That I can handle. I, yeah, I will. Like, I gave it a nine. I think there's very few. I have two on my list that got tens. And that, and everyone knows how much I love friends. So for me to give it a nine, it's not, yeah, I agree. I agree with 
No, actually, I think it was really well done. I think all the characters got exactly what, you know, like I didn't leave with any questions. I knew what everyone was going to be doing. And then when they did the reunion show, they asked, like, where do you think everybody is? And it wasn't anything super dramatic. It was just like Monica and Chandler are raising their kids in the house they bought in suburbia. And um, uh, like Phoebe said, um, or Lisa Kudrow said, I bet you Phoebe and Mike you know, raising their kids and she's fighting for all the weirdos kind of thing. And you know, Ross and Rachel together, Joey's still pursuing acting. No, he said he was going to open a sandwich shop or something. That's what I think his was like, but Joey said, or that like Matt LeBlanc, Matt LeBlanc said about, Oh, Joey's probably opened a sandwich shop or something where he also acts. Yeah. Maybe still doing some side hustle. Anyways, go ahead. The next one, another HBO show, another, I would say controversial one. The Sopranos. Yeah, I, I, I will like, I will f- not fight anybody, but I, yeah, I fight. don't understand why people didn't like this ending. I thought it was incredible, incredible ending. Like it leaves you kind of just, it leaves you hanging a little. Like they all end up in this restaurant and autumn, autumn, summer. What's her name? She's a season. Meadow. Meadow, she's not season. Meadow comes in the door and sits down with her parents. And then two seconds later, you hear the door open and then the screen goes black. So I would have loved because apparently like when it happened, because it would have been one of those shows that everyone's watching that a lot of people just thought like their cable went out or right, something right, went right, wrong. And right. then you just missed the ending of the show. Right. Then you probably rewatched it and was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's the ending. That's just the ending. I think it's for a show like that, like. How could you be upset with it being left ambiguous? Do you want to know what happened? Because it's one of like, let's say three options. Yeah. Either everything's fine. Yep. They all die. Yep. Or some, all whoever ends up in jail. Those are like the three options for that show. Why not? Then I would think it's a show that I definitely, it's something I haven't watched it. So like, I just know that that's the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to like, I could just see myself, I should watch it because then I could probably have like a five hour conversation with one of my best friends about what happened. Yeah. yeah. Because you'll never, you're never going to know. I don't you're care. You're never going to know. If someone tells me what happened, you can't, it's not, it's, it's ambiguous. Just, it's whatever know. you want the ending to yeah. be, which is kind of like a, uh, not kids, but like not really maybe the best way to end your show, but like in a show like this, you don't need that ending. You don't need to know what happens. Yeah. To them. Like, what are you going to be happy? They all get like machine gunned and they're dead. Whacked. Like, and then they're done. Like the show's done. No. Cause then you'd be like, Oh, that was so sad. Why did we just invested all that time into those characters? And now they're just dead. Are you going to be happy if they're just sitting there? No, you're going to be like, come on. They, he would definitely get whacked. Or are you going to be happy? They're all in jail. Like, you're not going to be, you're not going to be happy if they gave you, something and normally I am not someone who likes to be like oh just figure it out for yourself kind of I like sometimes most of the time I like to be kind of like here whatever this is what it is but in this show I loved the ending I gave it a 9 out of 10 uh, I did 7.5 just because okay. I don't know but it's about it's yeah. about neutral yeah once I watch the show I'll have a better yeah for sure better understanding for sure uh, next one, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Canadian classic. God, I love that show so much. I don't know. Any, like, come on. Who doesn't like that show? Uh, people that haven't watched it. Yeah. They have to. Like, why wouldn't you love that show? 
the the Canadian content alone should get you in the door. It's what got me in the door. Yeah. And then you just have this amazing, funny, beautiful, like everything you would want in a story yeah. outside of like murder, maybe. Yeah, no, it's such a it's such a it's such a there's such the the oddest family and the way they kind of like you see their involvement and grow and it was I, I well I gave it 8.5 but I don't want to give all of them like nines and tens like I was like you know I, I could have gone for more though like that would be my only thing but they also they kind of did their thing yeah, in the they, town and they they grew and they learned and they now it's what's next which I, I think if that if you try to go for one more season, yeah, then it's the where is everyone? Like, I think their option, if they wanted to do something, is you do a movie. Yeah. But do you really want that? Like, like it just... maybe they have to come back to town because David is having a baby or Alexis is getting married or yeah, somebody just... in town is getting married that they have to come back for something. You could do something because they made really good friends there. They're very, I mean, the friends in that place, like the side, the peripheral characters, yeah. they're all 10 out of 10s. Like they're all amazing. I don't know. It's such a great show. I should add that one to my repertoire. It actually makes me sad still. Like when I watch it. But because it's over. Yeah. And still not quite because it's still pretty fresh. Like I get pretty like, oh, I love this show so much. Yeah. It just makes me, I love Alexa. She's my favorite. Uh, I said 9.5. I yeah. just think it, it carried itself as a show. Like if you were doing like a line graph, yeah, it probably just keeps going up the show. It like does. it doesn't, yeah. there's no tail off. There's no like, oh, it was the best in season two. It's just a very consistent show. Yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. Uh, next one we got here is The Office. The Office. Another one that had a iffy ending. I mean, iffy yeah. ending isn't fair to say like, once you lose a character like Michael Scott, mm-hmm. how do you recover? And you lose Mindy Kaling and you lose BJ Novak. And it it's hard. It was hard to recover. But the ending you get, you get little some reunions. Yeah. And it is Dwight and Angela's wedding. So you get kind of a reunion of people. But it, um, it didn't hold up, I think, as well once Michael left, right? Once... Once he was gone. But. No, that's why for I I incorporated the finale and how the show ended. The office like stumbled into the finish line. We yeah. had this whole like Jim and Pam might break up whole like storyline. I know you don't want to talk about it. That's do, why. I just, do you do you remember how mad I was? Yeah, you said you were gonna stop watching the show, and we had like three episodes left. Yeah, I was like, I'm out. Like, I don't even. I think this is a stupid storyline. I don't think it's realistic. Like, it wasn't realistic to who they were as a couple. Yeah. So I'm like, why are you doing this? Are you just trying to find something to write about? Like, I just couldn't. I was like, this is not your brand that you've been selling us for how many seasons, right? Like, I was so frustrated. It's fine if they go through problems. I'm not saying they had to stay perfect, but it was they were going to break up. Yeah. Like, there was discussions about a breakup. And I'm like, that is not who they are. So don't even try to. Like, I was mad. Like, I didn't. No, I did not like that. No. The finale saved. It's just, it's going to be leaving that show with a fond memory. So I gave it an 8.6. Okay. I gave it an 8. Because the finale, the finale is incredible. Yeah. Because it brings all the characters back and yeah. Michael comes back. He's like, Michael, you came. came. That's He's what like, she said. I know. I know. You got some good, 
some good one-liners in there. Yeah. You know. Um, I have Veep on my list. I know mm-hmm. you don't. Um, I, I did not finish it. I listen. I love the show. It was one of the funniest shows. It's, again, not for everyone. It can be a little bit mean. Try. I'm gonna try it with the fiance. It, you're gonna try it. I don't know if she's gonna like it. It's. A, I didn't. It's, it's acquired taste. It, it is. It's something that you have to just kind of accept that all these characters suck. Yeah, like they're mean, awful people, but that's what makes it funny. And Julia Louis Dreyfus is like. I mean, she's just top notch. This woman, like, she's so great. Um, I did not like the finale though. It, um, I gave it a five and I actually think that's generous. Um, but in saying that this show itself is like a 10 out of 10 for me, but just the finale was not good. Again, they went off of kind of, it went like haywire. It's like they had 15 different writers in the room and they were like, now let's do this and let's do this. And like, I was like, this is not your recipe you've given us. Like, why are you changing like you don't have to make it so dramatic and I don't know I did not like it like I remember just watching the screen being like what is actually happening right now but again I don't want to discourage people because it's one episode that wasn't good like the show itself is worth a watch if you don't if you're not too sensitive but it it's not for sensitive people it's not completely fair yeah uh, one of mine, because we did four just separately that only one of us have seen or remember. Because yeah. I, did, I did Fresh Prince and one of the first shows I ever binge watched. And it its ending was okay. Like I did 8.1. That might be okay. a little generous. They kind of they wrap up everyone's story well. They take them out of the house. It's a great meme now of just Will Smith standing in an empty living room. Uh, just for what the show was, it's probably underwhelming, but I think, I think 8.1 is probably fair for what it was. A very iconic TV show. Okay. That's not that bad. 8.1. It's not bad. Um, I watched the good place. Jack has not watched that. Um, this is a 10 out of 10 for me. This show's ending, especially when you're really invested in the characters and the, um, grandness of the philosophy behind the show like if you're one that you watch it and you get the show the ending is one of the most satisfying endings and it will it's like when you watch um soul like it's an existential crisis almost of like wow that that was really like I remember it was done and I was like had to sit there for a minute and be like that was really top-notch like writing and how you look at the world and people around you and stuff. Like it is a really, really well done show. I will tell you when dad and I, when it first came out, we, we watched the first episode and we were like, it's kind of silly, whatever. And we didn't want to watch it. And then I went back because it is Kristen Bell and I do love her and Ted Danson. Like I loved the people in it. And when I rewatched it, I got it. Like I was like, Oh, I get what the show is about. So I think it's like one of those shows. If you get it, like you will, you will love the show and the ending. The ending is honestly, it's just, it's so beautiful. It will make you cry. It'll, well, I might not make everybody cry, but it made me cry. Uh, we still have two more together. So okay, we put Barry just because it's in this space where I feel like, I don't know if they've said there's another season, Yeah, but I almost, ju- I want this to be the end. The yeah. way they ended this last season, because they haven't, they've, been very non-committal either way like throughout the whole series of like 
yeah, we could go two seasons, we could be done. And then they kind of took like two years, I mean, COVID, but like took yeah. two years off and came back. And it's a very different show than when it's what it started as. But yeah, yeah. I will say if this is the finale and we're done and we've tied up all of our stories, maybe with questions still left, I would give it a 9.3. Right. Be- I agree with you. Because that ending, the way they ended this most recent season was just like, it's, it has like the, I don't want to say HBO formula, but HBO, I mean, any show should build up to their finale, but yeah. I feel like HBO is like the king of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really, um, there was a couple of moments where my mouth kind of hit and I was like, what? Yeah don't, yeah. don't you guys just hate customer service, <laughs> customer support when your bomb's not working? Uh, yeah. If it's not, if it's not the end, then it's probably like an eight. Cause I'm worried about what's I know. next. Well, cause it, yeah. Anyways, we can't really say, but it would be like, where are you going with it now? Yeah. yeah. I kind of like, I like the way it ended. I would be happy if that's the way I would miss the show because it's so, it's so great, but <clears throat> sorry, I'm really struggling here. Um, but yeah, um, the Americans is one I had. Um, so I <laughs> you don't have that one. I know. I keep trying to get them to watch it. I don't know, though. Sometimes I think it might be too slow. I don't know if it would be enough for you. You know what I mean? Oh, I know that no, it's not meant to no, be like that. Like it wasn't meant to like, not attention span. Just um, I don't really. I mean, to be fair, I don't really like slow burning things. That yeah, much. it is. It's a slow burn, but it's like really well done and i gave their finale a 10 out of 10 because it was it was so like i i, I can't even say so good like it was it really really incredibly done and i was very satisfied with how everything ended and i was sad to see it go but i think it was the perfect time that they called it quits for that show like they did everything they could do and then they didn't go too far and then they just were like and we're done and this is how everybody these are all the ramifications of it and stuff so i thought it was great i miss it terribly though because i thought it was like dad and i were obsessed with it yeah um i have last chance you basketball again another one that yeah i had seen so they did last chance you football they've done for they had done for a few seasons I gave it a 7.7 just because it's a great show. It has one really iconic line where um, the coach is talking about the team and he's, you know, you got your African-Americans plus Mark and then the whole team goes crazy (laughs) because it's just one white guy on the team. It's amazing. But the finale is hard because they're in the season, you know, sports, you're going to the playoffs, but it's like a true story. So um, there's season. I didn't realize this watching the show, but eventually i feel like they keep it hidden for like pretty long time but then during the season you find out like kobe bryant passes away Mm. and then it starts to come together of like oh like tournament time would be like march april 2020 (laughs) so their season actually gets canceled yeah and they don't get to finish their season they don't get to figure out if they're gonna win or not so (laughs) it kind of left me unsatisfied but it was also just that's where we were in the world at that point yeah yeah for sure that up um we still have a couple more oh uh well there's one more uh big little lies oh yeah yeah which i'm gonna say because this is the season one finale because there is a second season yeah if if that was the end of that show 10 out of 10 
10 out of i gave it a 9.8 okay. just because i don't think if i think friday night lights did it better oh, okay, because okay. also like longer show yeah that's true more to intertwine but if they ended it right there i wouldn't like you could tell me 9.9 i'm not gonna split hairs over that but it just in seven episodes which actually might be one of the complaints that it's almost too short yeah yeah like you could have yeah. kind of spread things out a little more but the last five minutes Incredible. of the last episode is just amazing and then they bring it back and I, you've always told me it's just not as good it's not as good it's the ramifications of what happened it is like we're still kind of talking about the same thing we did in season one and i told you meryl streep is great um but it's not it's just different it's not I don't know. It's just that that first season was so special. Like it was just so well done. So, yeah. Uh, I think the so that's it for the ones we had together. The last two I had one of them, Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Uh, just incredibly difficult show to recommend. I, it's a very like you're going to look at it and go, oh, it's some dumb cartoon. It's really not. It's an introspective look at like. It, they use the animals kind of as your distractor, but there is a lot of like deep thoughts, you know, existential crises. And um, I gave it a 9.6 just because it kind of started itself as a comedy and then built towards like a deep, deeper meanings. And mm -hmm. then the ending is just kind of uh, they made it a spectacle. Yeah. And then the last one I have is Kim's Convenience, because I think another Canadian content mm -hmm. show, which I think. I think Kim's Convenience is the next Schitt's Creek where oh, yeah? it's never going to get its due. Like, it's already done, but it'll get its due later on oh, where people are okay. then going to realize how good it is. Like, yeah. people will probably go, oh, look, Simu Liu's in it, like, shang mm -hmm. chi star. But, like, not that he, he's a major character, but, like, there's just so many good characters, so many good dynamics, and the writing is, like, top-notch. Like, the the Canadian shows that are out there they are They are so so good like we watch um pretty hard cases which i i'm obsessed with it like i love it so much and i'm trying to get people to watch it because i'm like it's really funny and it's also a drama and like i don't even know what category to put it in and you, you love these two lead women so much and they are could not be more different working moms hilarious like it is so funny and it's so real and it's and it's like filmed in Toronto and it's just, it's kind of cool to see, you know, so much great Canadian content come out. Cause it used to be very like, Ooh, this is a Canadian show. And now it's like completely opposite. And I feel like Shit's Creek was like the lead up to that of people like, Oh, these shows are actually really funny. Yeah. You know? the, the 20, I guess would have been the 2021 Emmys. Yeah. Where it was they just like, like, Oh, Shit's Creek, Shit's Creek, Shit's Creek. Uh, Dan Levy, Eugene Levy, yeah. Catherine O'Hara. Like, it was just everybody. everybody all of them won. was winning. All, all of them, them were winning. Yeah, they all won, and it's deservedly so. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, so, yeah, those are rated. Someone rated before, but, you know. Yeah, we all, someone followed the rules, and some people didn't. We all rated. Uh, next week's episode, we've got our IMC coming back, not our ITVC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm watching The Spectacular now. You are watching The Fighter. We finally got The Fighter, so I'm going to watch that. And then we're going to bring back, guess, the movie tagline. Yes. So I got movie taglines. And we're doing 10 of them, Jack. That's good. Do you, maybe I'll write that down just so I don't forget. 10. Okay, 10. That's what we usually do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Case, got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.